Hello everyone, this is Sam of Historian Splaining, a historian tells you why everything you know is wrong. Yesterday evening, I posted my latest lecture for patrons only on Patreon on the Nag Hammadi Library and the discovery of the Gnostic Gospels. So you may know that I now have over 100 patrons on Patreon. The count as of right now is 104 active patrons, and some others have also contributed directly through PayPal. So right now, I'd just like to thank my patrons by name, and then afterwards, I will give a randomly selected five-minute clip from my discussion of Gnosticism and what is revealed about this secretive Christian movement through the discovery of the Nag Hammadi texts. So thank you to my patrons, Carl Biagetti, Ellen Siskind, Ken Muller, Michael Biagetti, Judy Siskind, Dan Hernandez, Christine Pacheco, John Sullivan, Peter Goldstein, David Lavery, Ozzie Elowich, Joseph Murray, Gail and Jim Elowich, Rob Balgley, Adam Kath, Carrie Feibel, John, Alex Muller, Amandeep Boyer, Brooke Meachin, Karen Fagan, Kirill Trapeznikov, Anonymous, Jeffrey Schulenberger, Susan Marsh, Christine Gilani, Andrew Deldano, Douglas Horgan, Shamant Jila, Becky Mann, Richard Murray, Karen Plaschutznig, Jeannie Lyons, Slate Mills, Paul is East of the Pecos, Monica Kuniyoshi, Siyuan Sun, Spencer, Eric Daffron, Benjamin Newcomb Groiser, Colin Gorey, Kweku, Heather Anderson, Michael Sokolovsky, Warren Green, Oliver, ZMK5, Julia M., David Aslanian, Martin Casey, Komunibus Locus, Jonah Horwitz, Chris Hoffman, Andrew Smith, Lars Rotem Krangnes, Joe, Carol Schriefter, William Finn, Caroline, Steve Hamlet, Marie-Louise Wayhill, June, Sean Greening, Suzanne Lee, Gulb, Michael Dooley, Joel Star Avalos, Andrea, Eugene Fleischmann Sotirescu, Michelle McKinnon, Chris Ritchie, Oi Ung, Rebecca Cressley, Debbie Davison, Sam, David J.J. Newsom, Jane Feibel, Kirsten Lamb, Donald Hines, Elizabeth Chamberlain, Adam Hustler, Chris Roberts, Ichiba, L.S., William Cux, Edward Tilton, Monroe Labuise, Angelica Falkenstein, Christian Fredrickson, Media Roots Radio with Abby and Robbie Martin, Rye Y, Marios K, Emily Klosterman, Michael O'Connor, Kate Gilby, Johnny Melodica, Lauren Doroche, Robert Wilfong, Yulia Gillich, Nicole Morse, Mark S. Featherstone, Diane Conrad-Warren, Nancy Schaefer, Robin McDavid, and Maureen Whelan. Thank you. So everyone is going to go through some kind of passion or suffering like Christ. And, quote, those who produce the name of the Holy Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit are no longer a Christian, but are Christ. End quote. So this is as explicit as this doctrine gets, that if you achieve Gnosis, you are capable of becoming a Christ. And the spiritual process and the spiritual power of Gnosis is transmitted through the sacraments, right? not, through, not through the inversion of the sacraments, but through ordinary church sacraments understood in a spiritual way. 
Beyond this, there is no evidence of any special distinct Gnostic ritual practices other than some prayers and meditations. So, for example, the Steles of Seth are a collection of hymns supposedly written by Seth that can be recited as part of spiritual meditation. And also the Holy Book of the Great Invisible Spirit discusses creation, and it seems that there are elements in this book that are ritual or incantatory, and it, it ends with a hymn, and this hymn in turn ends with just a long string of vowels with no consonants. So what could appear to be just kind of nonsense sounds, but probably was a sort of chant, part of a, a meditation with a, a coded spiritual meaning. So this is the only indication in the whole library that there was any sort of special ritual worship practice outside of the sacraments and the worship that ordinary Christians knew in church. As for where Gnosticism came from and this question of is it a Christian development or does it come from outside influence, the library shows very eclectic sources. It's clearly drawing on a wide range of knowledge Jewish, Egyptian, and especially Greek. There are obviously many Sethian documents, some of which, like the Steles of Seth, are explicitly attributed to the authorship of Seth. And some of these Sethian documents have no explicit references to Jesus Christ. Some of them might refer to an illuminator or a teacher of knowledge, which could arguably be Jesus Christ, or it could be Seth, or it could be both, if they saw Christ as a sort of second coming or reincarnation of Seth. There are several Hermetic texts with no explicit Christian references either, and these, as I said, were developed in philosophical mystery cults in late Roman Egypt that centered on the Egyptian death god Thoth. So again, a sort of association with death, death of the body, spiritual enlightenment, spiritual resurrection, a lot like the Sethians. There are also two Greek philosophical texts, as I mentioned. There's a version of Plato's Republic, which has been heavily revised and has interpolations added in inserting Gnostic Christian ideas. There also is the Sentences of Sextus, which is a collection of utterances and short aphorisms supposedly from a teacher named Sextus who was part of the Pythagorean school. And they include statements like, the soul is illuminated by the recollection of deity, and a wise intellect is the mirror of God. So there's again this notion of spiritual enlightenment and the idea that enlightenment makes you like God. And these can be drawn out of non-Christian classical sources. They're not necessarily exclusively Christian. There's also an exegesis on the soul, which is very interesting because of what it shows about the inspiration and the sources for Gnostic thought. So the exegesis on the soul is fairly simple. It does not have the elaborate cosmology with the eons and the archons. It's just a short commentary on the fall and redemption of the soul, and it uses the metaphor of a woman, a virgin who becomes a prostitute but then redeems herself. And this exegesis cites authoritative sources. It sort of makes a theological argument. And it cites sources which include several New Testament texts. So they were not unaware 
of the New Testament canon, and they did draw on it. It also cites Homer's Odyssey as a source text. So it seems that at least some Gnostics could kind of freely mix and match classical Greek and biblical sources. So it seems Gnosticism must have been an outgrowth of a complex multilingual...